anger, rage, madness, hostility. They all conjure up really uncomfortable and difficult feelings, physical and emotional. In today's episode, we are going in on the forbidden emotion of anger. Welcome to Going Guilt Free, the podcast for people pleasers, rescuers and fixers who are exhausted, drained and fed up with not being seen. It's time to break free of those patterns of self-sabotaging behaviour, put yourself first, get over the past and learn how to enjoy this messy life without feeling guilty. Hey, hey, welcome to episode two of Going Guilt Free. I'm your host, Sarah Doddsley, and I'm really happy to be joining you for this episode, (laughs) which is a contradiction to the topic that we're going in on today, which is anger. I feel really strongly about talking about this topic because I think it is often handled as a forbidden emotion it is one of the most uncomfortable emotions that as humans we feel the physical sensations alone are incredibly overpowering overwhelming and we will more than likely feel ashamed for feeling angry about things so the first thing i want you to think about as you listen to this episode is How do you experience anger? Maybe you feel a bubbling rage begin to develop inside you. Maybe you feel the anger coursing through your veins. More than likely, you will feel that you could leap into action at any given moment. And that is biologically how we are programmed to respond because it's part of the fight, flight or freeze response. And often, not always, but often anger will result in us us wanting to fight. It might come up in you in different ways. So you might experience huge amounts of overwhelm. It may lead to you crying because you don't feel safe. You don't feel safe to feel those emotions. So we panic, we feel shaky. We feel like we can't cope. Number of different ways that this can come up, but I want you to tune into how anger shows up for you. So we feel anger in response to harm being done in some way, whether that is real or imagined or something that we feel is harming our values or our beliefs. So we feel very much like our safety, physical safety is being encroached on, even though physically we may not be in any danger. It's that something is done to us that really invokes this very, very strong response. And actually anger is a really useful emotion, and I'll come to why very soon. And it's really important to know that, you know, we are programmed, we are hardwired to respond to anger because it's about 
creating safety. So if somebody does something that we feel is wrong, you know, as humans, we are hardwired to defend, to protect ourselves and, you know, family. However, as modern humans in society, we have been conditioned to not respond to the anger that we feel. And often we have been conditioned to suppress it because it's not a comfortable emotion and because it often, you know, it can lead to outbursts, angry outbursts. And maybe that will lead to more dangerous behavior. So we have really been conditioned to ignore our anger, to suppress our anger. And it, you know, frightens us. Being angry can be frightening when we experience it as individuals because we worry what we might say, we worry what we might do. You know, we fear what we might be capable of when we feel angry. And when we are witnessing somebody being angry, it's the same thing. There's so much fear, we worry, what are they going to do? What are they going to say? So it can be a very destructive emotion. And we really do associate anger, being angry as, and I'm using air quotes here, bad emotion. And that's because that's what we have been told. And that's what we have been taught is true, that being angry, if we are angry, then that is bad. And therefore, maybe we are bad. Now, as children, if we had a tantrum, we may have been punished for having that tantrum. We might have been told to go and sit on a step on our own or sent to our rooms. And, you know, as children, we we feel really, as adults as well, but particularly when we're learning, you know, as children, we feel really big, powerful emotions. And we are often not taught how to soothe ourselves and how to, you know, walk through feeling these emotions. We are often told, you know, be quiet, stop making a fuss, go to your room. And, you know, I spoke about this in the last episode with children. But if you were sent away as a child or told off for being angry, for having that tantrum, and more than likely it was would have been in public somewhere because parents feel embarrassed, they feel like they've not got a handle on their child's behaviour, so... They go into fight, flight or freeze mode too and don't know how to manage their own emotions because they also haven't been taught. And what we often take from that is, so if I'm angry and I've been punished for that, then there must be something wrong with me. And at a real deep core level, I am wrong. And when we we create that belief as a child because, you know, from the ages of naught to seven is where we create our core beliefs about who we are and the world around us. So if you have created a core belief that if I am angry, I am wrong, that is something that you will bring into adulthood with you and will potentially be a destructive core belief. Because repressing our emotions is not is not a healthy way to live. If we're running a you know a subconscious program that anger is wrong, then that potentially could lead to a number of issues. You know, at a very simplistic level, we are likely to accept 
poor treatment from people you know we might allow people to speak to us in a way that is we know isn't acceptable but because we have never been allowed to be angry and to express that anger in a safe and healthy way we allow that treatment from other people to persist you know we that means that we are allowing our boundaries to be crossed you know we're likely to take on more than we are actually capable of not being able to say no to things you know and this really fits in with being you know a people pleaser which is at the heart of the work i do and it really comes down to you know to boundaries and what's that going to lead to that is going to lead to feeling really stressed potentially having you know big emotional outbursts and we'll question like well where has this come from you know why am I suddenly feeling overwhelmed and it's because if we're not allowing our emotions to move through us day to day and anger being a particularly strong one then that is eventually going to build up you know if you've ever been through a situation where somebody made you feel really angry and you felt very sick or a very strong physical response as a result of going through that event that is you know that really is useful information that it may be beneficial for you to look at how you are processing your emotions and particularly anger so what can we do well we can you know we can start to learn ways to manage anger as well as other emotions, but anger is such a powerful emotion. It feels like a really good place to start. And it it does take some time. This is not a case of, you know, listening to listening to this or even reading some information and thinking, great, I'm just gonna have this, I'm gonna have this sorted now. Um, because of <clears throat> how anger is really strongly tied to our nervous system which I'm going to tell you about in a minute so it's going to take some time and it is going to require you to really tune into your feelings and raise your awareness about your feelings and it is it requires a huge amount of self-compassion and and really what I mean by that is forgiving yourself for the way that you feel because you will if you have been taught to believe that anger is a bad emotion you're going to need to work with that and look at you know really accepting and forgiving that it is actually a human it is a human emotion so anger really taps in directly to our nervous system because we we often feel the physical that physical response you know that rising bubbling rage that's how i experience it, it kind of bubbles up from inside and we will feel that probably before we're even aware of the situation cognitively before we're actually able to go okay I see what's happening here I'm angry it's so instant our bodies go into you know fight mode or freeze mode if we if we shut down when we feel the anger so the first thing to do is to breathe this is a biological response and in order to calm the nervous system down, we need to engage the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and relaxation part of our system. And one of the most effective ways to do that is to breathe deeply. 
So really breathing deeply in through your nose and out through your nose. And and what you also allow with that breath is some time to pause and really recognize what is actually going on for you. And, you know, often this happens very, very quickly. But if you begin to practice breathing in difficult moments, the more we do that, the more we can form a new habit. And in that pause, you know, the pause can be so powerful because what we can do is actually look at what can I control in this situation? What can't I control? And if somebody else is, you know, also in an angry state, we're not, we know that we can't control or really have any influence over how they're behaving, but that we get to choose how we respond. You know, only we are in control of our own emotions and responses. And it's, you know, it's finding ways to calm the nervous system down. So, for example, moving your body, breathing deeply, even, you know, shaking. So um, if you've ever seen an animal go through a stressful event, so if like an animal is attacked, um, what they'll often do afterwards is they will shake. And they do that to release the stress in their bodies so they are not traumatized afterwards. So they don't carry that stress with them long term. And what we do as humans is we, you know, we go through a stressful event and then we carry it internally. And actually, if we were more physical, you know, shaking, shaking at our hands, move, jumping up and down, moving our bodies, breathing, we would actually disperse the physical feelings of stress that are, you know, that we're experiencing. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to be like a massive big event to release anger what is actually far more effective are small consistent daily habits engaging in deep breathing you know just moving shaking your body when you feel some stress and tension if you feel anger rising move shake your hands jump up and down and it's the small daily consistent habits that are actually going to be more effective rather than a big a big release every now and again. So I really encourage you to, you know, to find small ways every day. And being very forgiving, you know, soothing yourself, reminding yourself that it's okay, it's okay to feel anger. It's completely normal to feel angry and allow yourself to feel that, you know, imagine that you were soothing a child who was experiencing a difficult emotion, you know, breathing and hand on your heart and saying it's okay it's okay can immediately just calm your nervous system down and you know this is a process that we get to repeat over and over because you know we're never going to have found a way to eliminate anger (laughs) it's just not humanly possible so learning to live with it manage it and so it doesn't completely hijack us means that we can live a much calmer life it doesn't mean that we eradicate it but it means that we can feel more balanced and we get to learn more about ourselves as we process emotions in this way you know we get to figure out what our triggers are what you know why am I responding in this way who is it that makes me feel this way what is it that makes me feel this way and we can adjust our behaviors to reduce the possibility of of the triggers. 
And ultimately, I think what I really want you to take away from today's episode is that it's okay to feel angry. It is absolutely okay to feel angry. And anger can be really, really useful. It can help us determine where we need to set some boundaries in our life. It can help us you know, reflect on relationships that maybe need adjusting or removing from our lives. It can help us really establish what our values are, what really matters to us and know that we get to live our lives in line with those values. We don't have to ignore them. You know, we are worthy of setting these boundaries. And just as a side note, if you do have kids, you know, think about how you might be able to help them process their anger, you know, teach them about breathing deeply and slowly, moving their bodies, really reassure them that it's okay to feel angry, it's normal, you know, and all of our feelings will pass. Something I do with my children every night before they go to sleep is we repeat some words together and we say things like, I can feel anger, I can feel sadness, I can feel joy. So they know that they can give themselves full permission to feel all of these things. And it really does make a difference. Give them the vocabulary to be able to express themselves fully. And they will then understand their own emotions. And that is a game changer. And ultimately, just to remember that, you know, whatever the feelings, anger included, it will pass. And the more we're able to move through it, the easier that journey will be. I hope you've enjoyed listening to today and I really look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Please feel free to subscribe, rate and review this podcast. If you aren't already, head on over to Facebook and join my free group, The Empowered Collective. I really look forward to spending some time with you again soon. Bye.